know you need. It's us. And welcome to episode 129, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. And we're so, people, for those of you who keep keeping track, we are back live. Yay! On our regular scheduled time um, on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just a track when any radio on those apps. We uh, go back to the studio to do the show live, like I mentioned. Yes. Uh, we start off with, as usual, how everyone's week was. Mm-hmm. Um, I give my review of Cheppy. I am alive. I am Cheppy. Um, and uh, we, that's pretty much kind of those top five movies. Top five movies, movies yeah. in there, throwing that in there. Yeah, and you know, like I said, you guys know the drill at this point. For you people who don't know the drill, well, I just told you what you're about to expect. So <laughs> sit back, relax, and enjoy. Um, I, there is one little thing, though, for those people who are keeping track. I did mention, I, I, we, we, we talk about a dick tease. <laughs> Um, I did mention that we, you know Ed and I did the Oscar pool. I know we're a couple of weeks behind, but we talk about the weather and stuff like that and why we couldn't do it live on air or, or be as up-to-date because you figure um, the Oscars were two weeks ago? Yeah. Three, two weeks ago? Three weeks. Three, three weeks, weeks ago? Three weeks. And now we're just getting to talking about the Oscars because we didn't even really talk about the Oscars. Um, yeah. Because, you, you know, weather and shit like that, so... Yeah, but Ed and I, we did an Oscar pick, and you will hear, like, who won what. Like, yes. if, like, how many I got right versus how many Ed got right. You know, that kind of thing. So, uh, we were supposed to do that live on air, but you know, we, we kind of let... Forgot. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> forgot, and we were talking about other things, you know. Like, I think net neutrality took a, a big hit. Yeah. As far as discussion-wise. You'll hear more about that in episode three. Yeah. Look at me teasing Two episodes, but also in episode three, for, as for bonus material, you'll hear our Oscar picks. You you'll, you'll hear what we picked. And that way you, you can tell everybody, like, dude, you guys hear the show? Yeah, man, they, they talked about the Oscar picks, but never talked about it. Well, they did on the podcast part. Maybe you should go download it at wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, so sit back, relax, and enjoy part one of Geeksters. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your co-host, Erica. Hi, everybody. We're back! We're Yay! Back! Huzzah! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and on. that was the show. Good night. Uh. All right. So, hi, everybody. How you doing? All right. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, for the people at home uh, or listening to the podcast after we break it all up, we've been kind of busy lately. Mostly, um, some of us have been freezing our asses off. <laughs> uh, some of us have been snowed in. Some of us had company. Yeah. Um, Some were all of the above. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the reason why we kind of took a couple of weeks off. Not due to... Uh, not because we don't love you. It's because of the weather. I mean, granted, like I said on the podcast, not like we live anywhere from New York above. We're going, that's not snow. <laughs> this is snow. <laughs> or the people. In Meanwhile, si- in Canada. Yeah. White. Yeah. People in Siberia are going, you have no idea what snow is. <laughs> Have some vodka. I have I have not seen my family in four weeks, and I live with them. <laughs> <laughs> There's snowed in the next room. So, uh, yeah, weather's been kind of funky. This today, Thursday, this past Thursday, which would be the fourth of no, the fifth of March. I think it was sure. fifth. Sure. Sure. Why not? I don't know. What's today's date? Today is the eighth. So yeah, so Thursday would be four days ago. 
So the fourth or fifth? I don't know. I it's don't know. Fifth. It doesn't matter. I don't know. This whole jump and a like leap forward in time, man, really fucked up my schedule. It, it screwed up my bumming around. You cut into my do nothing time. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a huge snowstorm Thursday, um, which made roads. You know, it was like, oh look, ton of snow. Four days later, nothing. You know, I was fucking pissed shoveling that snow because I'm like, it's going to be fucking 50 on Sunday. Yeah. I just want to leave it and let <sighs> it melt. This is totally pointless. And, and of course, like it's the whole, you know, like here in Philadelphia, I don't care if it's a law or if it's not, if it's a law or not. We save our pocket spots. Yeah. <laughs> you dig yourself out. You earn that spot. So I you mean, throw trash cans out. In Boston, actually, you can call dibs. Legally, you can call dibs in Boston. I just, you know, right around the edge of the snow, I pee my name. Sean Space. <laughs> <laughs> March's territory. Yeah. We had a couple people on my block getting into fights over it because, I mean, on one hand, yeah, technically there's no savesies. But it's the polite thing to do. It, it's it's called the mutual respect society. The way yeah, I feel about and it. unfortunately, the renters on my block are a bunch of not nice people. Well, yeah, I mean, use something else. Like if you're going to spend three hours digging yourself out, you mm-hmm. know what? You earn that spot. Yeah, stay away. Like you know, just be polite. Or or okay, worst case scenario, if you have no place to park and, and there's trash cans there, mm-hmm. if you're going to be like an hour. And you know that person who spots you, yeah. let's say they're like they're gone for like work or whatever. Yeah. And you go, I'm going to be here for an hour. I'll take the spot, but put everything back. Mm-hmm. Like as if you never were there. Yeah. I one time um, had to, I shoveled my car out and I'm like, all right, and I go. Somebody parked in my spot, took my trash cans and stuff. Yeah. I proceeded to dig them in to a <laughs> <laughs> And then later... I think it was like the next day, that person came out and was like, hey, did you do that? You know, like, like basically accusing me of doing that to the parking spot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, nice. obviously, uh, I mean, was it my parking spot that you took or was it yours? What do you mean? I'm like, well, you're accusing me of digging you back in. So you must assume that you took my spot. Yeah. Who's right? Like, <laughs> are you admitting that you're an asshole or are you trying to flip it to make I'm an asshole because I am an asshole <laughs> at no, least you own it yes and I made sure that he had to dig himself back out you know nice ergo earning the spot yes my neighbor the other day um, one of my other neighbors took her spot and her husband went over and knocked on the door because this is like the second or third time that they've taken their spot, oh. um, you know, from the different snowstorms because they had different spots, you know, yeah. that they had dug out. So, you know, they went over and, and the husband knocked on my neighbor's door and was like, dude, Yo, like, what the fuck? And his wife came out, um, the neighbor's wife came out and was like, oh, well, I have a bad back. And he's like, yeah, so what? I got... You know, my wife and two one-year-old twins. Right. You know, that I need to get into the house. Your bad back does not trump twins. Yeah. No. Yeah, all right. So, and I'm like, sweetheart, I have to dig out two houses, a side sidewalk, a driveway, and two cars. I don't even <laughs> want to fucking right, hear it. Right now, that's what you've been going. I haven't seen my street in three months. <laughs> <laughs> Bo- I don't want to Everybody- fuck Everybody in Boston just gave us a collective fuck like, you. Cry me a river. I haven't seen my neighbor in a month because we've been snowed in. <laughs> I lost my one-year-old to the snowdrift that's out front of my house. I'm hoping that he'll look like 
Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining and I could thaw him out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, in the meantime, uh, Erica had company. I did. My boyfriend came out for a week to visit Hi, for my birthday. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. You guys got to meet him. Yes. yes. You guys came out for my birthday dinner, so thank you for that, and thank you well, for my lovely gift. Because I hadn't had a really good meal in a long time. I, like, <laughs> I had some cash. I was in the mood for a steak. I ate a storm up, didn't I? <laughs> I was like, man, you thought I was like snowed in for like a week. <laughs> and, and I ran low on bread, eggs, and milk. <laughs> Sean had run out of his French toast. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was really nice. He came out um, that Tuesday. I took a week off for my birthday birthday like i do every single year and uh some people get a day she gets a week (laughs) i save up my vacation time so fair enough um so i i took a week off that monday i went down to smithville uh down in southern new jersey visited some friends of mine um got a lovely pair of sunglasses from my friends who run uh underground in smithville so oh, there's a plug. Yeah, I'm to- <laughs> I am plugging the shit out of them, and actually, I'm going to plug them a little bit later. Too. Oh, whore! Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. There's. Are we getting paid for that advertisement? No. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a pair of sunglasses. So. Oh, you know. okay. They gave you a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> I have. Pres- I need prescription glasses. I don't see mine in the mail. Ed, you could use a new pair of sunglasses too, couldn't you? Yeah, I sure could. Payola, bitches, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> actually. I'll talk to you guys about this off air, but oh! we could get we could get a sponsorship. All right, I'm always up for sponsorship. So, but I'll um, I'll talk to you guys off air. Unless unless you would account America's Choice Springwater, our official sponsor of Geeksters, or Monsters Energy, sugar free. <laughs> but yeah, so he was up. I went Monday. <sighs> That's good. Uh, spent the day down in Smithville. Had a lovely time with my friend's family. Um, Tuesday, Joe arrived. He met a lot of my family, a lot of my friends. You guys met him. <laughs> he arrived and then came. <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly, he went pretty much right to sleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was kind of like, hey, well. look, that's more a reflection on you than him. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those moments where I was just like, all right. Time, time, Watch TV. Time zone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so Thursday was birthday dinner. I got to meet some of his friends. So what did you guys think of him? I thought he was nice. We didn't spend nice a lot guy. of time. Yeah. You know, very excitable. Yes. Yes. You know? <laughs> he is very excitable. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a nice guy. I mean, you don't need our blessing to date whoever you want to date. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> no he's a total <laughs> fucking asshole. It's not like we're going to sit there and go, I am just curious because this is the first time he's been out to meet my friends and my family. So he's been out ever. (laughs) (laughs) He's been living in a basement for a very long time. Shackled. (laughs) No, I did. I think, I think I had the best line of the night when we were outside having a smoke. He was mentioning he was going to Arizona and he's in Phoenix. Right. Yeah. And he's going to school. And I was like, Wait, couldn't you have just applied online? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> the, the, the perks of smoking. <laughs> Standing outside freezing. Going, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and then I, I drove him to the airport on Sunday, which Sunday... Uh, that Sunday was, that was like a, this beautiful, like it started as snow and then went to sleet and then freezing rain. Yeah, it went to fucking. Oh, oh nice. Oh, fuck you. Like, <laughs> and kind of, yeah. In like hours. Driving down to the airport was fucking terrifying because I was still going to come up to the show, but I, I got down to the airport. 
I dropped him off. It took me round trip. I think it took me like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, and, and it's, it's 20, 30 minute drive from my house. Yeah. Usually 20 minutes to get from my house. Cause you and I live in the same area mm-hmm. for 20 minutes to get to the airport. It's like, yeah. And I, I work right down the block too. So part of me was like, I should have just fucking brought clothes with me and gotten a hotel room. And then that way I would have already been there for work. But yeah. yeah, I ended up working from home that Monday because uh, you know with the ice and everything. Like I, snow is one thing. Depending on what it is, sometimes I'll come out if it's just snowing. But ice terrifies me. Like, yeah, I, I'm very scared of driving that, on ice. That's where I kind of felt like because Sundays, like even if it's snowing, I'm like, oh, I'll make it to Ed's. I don't care. Right. Woo! You know, it's not that far. Uh, but that Sunday, there was some, like I was going to go out to the movies. Like cause Sundays. I was, I think, I was working that Saturday, so I didn't go to, I didn't go to the movies. So I was going to go Sunday, mm-hmm. and we got in the car, and it's just started to snow, and you would have thought, fucking, it was like, oh my god, we're being invaded by Russia or something, because <laughs> everybody, I pulled into a Wawa, you know, to get my drink, and get, you know, just to right. start my day, and people are already panicking, and there's nothing laying on the ground. I'm just like, yeah, we're not going to go to movies, you know, like we're just going to go home, just. We, instead, we watched Whiplash, mm. and I talked about that How on the show. That? It was really, really good. Really good. I do I do actually want to say I've been seeing that on demand, um, and I have the gift card you guys gave me for my birthday, so I'm trying to decide what to buy with that. I did actually make it to Best Buy. I had other gift cards, uh-huh. and I picked up uh, Guardians of the Galaxy on Blu-ray, which I was able to watch, <laughs> thanks to you guys. It looks beautiful. Um but then I also picked up Big Hero Six too. I just watched it over the week. Yeah, that was really good. Was really good. Like I, I liked it. There then, was, I don't know if you've seen it. Right? I haven't seen it yet. No, oh, okay. It's good. Can, uh, Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, really? that, that yeah. was great cameo yeah, the, too. The, the, it was a uh, because it's basically a it's kind it's a of Marvel a Marvel movie. movie. Yeah, it, there was a Marvel movie bumper at the end, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that cute. was it was really nice. cute, and yeah. I I did actually like it. I got the um, Best Buy has a combo pack. It's a collector's edition. It has the Blu-ray. Uh, the regular DVD, and then you can get an ultraviolet. And yeah, um, that's how it's, it was like, I usually buy. it was like 20 bucks. Yeah. It was really reasonable. So I just picked that up, but I gave it to Joe to take back with him to Phoenix um, so that his mom Look, could watch they're it. They're already showing me watching We're them. sharing. That's okay. Um, my girl already has my Netflix account. <laughs> I, I have his mom's account. Yeah. She was watching, she was watching, uh, Diving headfirst into sounds sounds like anarchy. Mm. Everybody's been trying to get me into that. I that's one of those things. I I do want to watch it eventually, but I'm I'm in so many other series right now. Well, actually, Gotham just ended. Yeah. So well, it didn't really end. It just took a hiatus yeah. for a couple. Weeks. A lot of shows took that took two weeks off for some yeah. reason. I yeah. don't know why. No, but wasn't the or is there one more episode? There's like four more episodes left. Really? Yeah. Oh. Some yeah, reason I thought it was the, se- the most season. Most seasons will go to- towards the end of April. That's true. Um, but yeah, Gotham, Sleepy Hollow. Um, oh, what the hell was the other one? American Horror Story. That that's done for now. Right. Um, so I, you know, a lot of the shows I have been watching are, are you know, they're off for now. So, but Orphan Black is going to be starting up in April. Right. And I kind of got into that towards the end of the season. Um, last year, so I, I, I do want to. I, I, I want to go back and rewatch. I it. saw most of the first season. I was like, okay, I liked it. I don't have the time or energy to devote myself to another show. I tell you what, <laughs> it's so popular. Like when I went to Dragon Con, they had an yeah. Orphan Black panel, and people were lined up like three hours in advance. It was wow. completely booked. It's uh, yeah, it, it it went quick. Yeah, she. Uh, it's one of those things. Like, well, she, you know, I'll. 
Either this year or next year, she'll probably win an Emmy. I'm, you know, and uh, from the episodes I did watch, I'm really impressed by her range. And the oh, fact yeah, that it's, it's, you know, it's, it's her job. No, <laughs> but no, no, I know that. But I'm just saying, like, I'm, it makes me wonder how many other actresses would be able to pull off playing, like, or, five, six see, different individual characters. I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think, is it one of those roles where you need somebody, like, how can I put it? Some people would turn down that role, going, "Oh well, it's like a one-note pony." Yeah, where it's really another actress not. can go, "No, you get to play five, six, seven, uh, hundreds of different people, mm. and all you need is different hair and makeup." Right. Yeah. yeah, but it's you know, but you still need. I think it's a good exercise in showing range because yeah. you know you have the 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 Russian chick and the British chick yeah. and the American chick and you know a kid and like. You know, the science chick, who I think is ridiculously fucking hot, you know, but she does every single one of them so well, and it's so believable. Yeah. Um, Tatiana, I'm, I'm looking up her name, Tatiana Maslany yeah. is, is her name. She's been in a couple other stuff, too. Small bit parts, like this is like one that's really showing her. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Ed, you had a productive week. Yeah, well, you know, I, I didn't mention last week that we, you know, last Thursday when we had the party, I was telling you. That when I was driving around one day, I just had this song pop in my head. It was a jingle from like the eighties <laughs> for this clothing store. Take your wheel of the automobile and swing on down to Ideal. Erica's like, I wow. have no idea what you're talking. No, about. I've heard that before. <laughs> but I heard it when I was a kid. That's exactly yeah. it. it was like That's why I'm sitting there going. I I just had this flashback to my mom's 1976 Camaro sitting yeah. in the back seat. <laughs> exactly yeah holy uh, fuck <laughs> so uh yeah so you had that moment and then i went to a movie premiere over the weekend uh on friday night tell us about it because Ed. <laughs> ed's fancy he's fancy he went to premiere i got the got the opportunity to uh go with a friend of the show dave sipon and his Hi, movie premiere of rabbit hole and uh it was it was interesting it was a it was a story about <laughs> the porn title of uh alice in wonderland <laughs> <laughs> Take her in the rabbit hole. <laughs> Sorry. <All right. laughs> anyway, uh, you know, it was basically a, a dream sequence type of thing, which you didn't know until the very oh, end of it. Thanks, so, for, thanks for killing it. Well, jerk. Thanks for spoiling it for everybody. What if somebody was like, "Well, what's your opinion of the movie? Maybe I want to see it." Like, what is is it going to have? Is it going to have like a mass release, or is it going to be direct to video? Or is it's it, okay. It's, it's a or, we can edit this out for the podcast. Or, or is it something that people just kind of go? Like, hey, I'm at a party. Dudes want to watch a movie I made. You know? <laughs> like, don't spoil it. Somebody I, in the back says, we already know what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Um, Although for a lot of people, it's not the end. It's, you know, the, the bits in the middle. They want to see how yeah. you get to journey the of the yeah. end. Okay, granted. I mean, it was, it was a very good film. You know, <laughs> I mean, at first you were a bit confused because of the way it was set up. And, and there was the ending that gave you the whole, like, it just. Put it all together kind of, in one oh, crescendo. Like, moment. wow, perfect. Like, you know, it just, it fit just so well. And it was just, it was a really good film. Dave only had a bit part, though, unfortunately. So, <laughs> so uh, are you just being nice? No, no. no you liked no, it? No, I really did enjoy it. I actually uh, I have a copy of it now. 
that uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to spread out to the internet. Yeah. If if are, see, we're going to post it live right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if people are interested in seeing it, do you know how they could yeah, email, go about watching it? Email Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. He'll send, <laughs> send you a burn copy. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Dave's probably listening going, you better fucking not. <laughs> Wait, okay. So I'm looking it up online. So is rabbit is rabbit, rabbit hole, hole two words? Yes. You're probably so. not going to find it. No, well, it was it was written by a guy named Rob Dimension, and he co-directed it with Mike O. Mahoney. The two directors of the film and Mike Mahoney, Mike O Mahoney does a lot of films that Dave's been in, so it was like one of those opportunities right. to get him into the film. So it was found really, it. Okay, I'll I'll post it to our uh, Geeksters page. Okay, yeah. So it's probably like robdimension.com or you've got rob.com. You've you've been robbed films. Blogspot.com. Well, that's their their blog. And then yeah, they and they have several different postings as well because his son is also a wrestler, becoming a pro pro. For, professional wrestler at age 14 so they wow. did a documentary series based on that which was you know it was fascinating for you know somebody 14 to take on 30 year old men to do wrestling so sure. well by 30 years old they're on their way out anyway <laughs> they'll just break one of their hips yeah all right okay. so you had like a little mini film festival I yes guess is the way to put it yes it was a couple other films that there was a film called bliss and i've seen uh that was enjoyable it was about uh I'm not gonna really get into it too much. He's but, like, because I, I kind of forgot. I don't. Wanna, no, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm like, I'm afraid to spoil this one. Too, you know? like, Just spoil this one. And then there was a comedy. It was called Boob Tube, and you know, so there were like three, like maybe thirty minute films that they were showed, and then like three uh, five minute documentaries on on the wrestling. So it was a good night. You know, a lot of Q and A's afterwards, and you know, a lot of interesting information that was passed on. All right. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, my uh, my week was kind of uneventful. Okay, I mean, I most of it was you know catching up on Batman sixty six. <laughs> I'm deep into uh, like I'm almost at the end of season two. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I had a, I posted a revelation on my on my personal Facebook page mm-hmm. where um, remember back in nineteen eighty nine when they did the first Batman. Mm-hmm. You know. And Tim Burton, they said, well, what did you get any influence from the TV show? And he's like, no, I never watched the TV show. And I'm like, okay, you know what? That's fair enough because he wants to get a fresh perspective on things. Mm-hmm. You know, the typical director kind of mentality of like, no, no, I take nothing from anybody. And then I'm watching this today. I'm out of my own business. And there's an episode called Pop Goes the Joker where they're in a museum. Mm-hmm. And Joker comes in and he starts painting up all of the oh. all of the paintings in this thing like giving them a sprucing because they're mm. all boring and i'm just going wait a second <laughs> i'm like hey this happened in the exact same way that it happened in batman well maybe the director didn't watch the episodes maybe the writer did maybe the writer yeah, did. yeah. yeah maybe yeah. yeah okay i just thought it was like really weird because it was basically joker coming in going <laughs> you know and with these two Paint guns, kind of squirting up the place, and well, there's this there's a station locally here. It's called Me TV, and it shows old shows. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, Batman was on <clears throat> Saturday night. I did catch the the second episode. They show the two episodes. You know, of course, the first one, and then the conclusion. Yes. So we saw the conclusion. Like an hour. And then there's there's this port where there's where Riddler is looking to break into the sarcophagus of a uh, of a 
like you know King Todd or not King Todd. Okay, I think I remember seeing that one. All right, I, and then and then all of a sudden because they think Batman's dead, then all of a sudden they look up and then the shadows. Oh, is him? Yeah, yeah with the cape, you know, showing like, yeah. like you know, it was like I'm like that was kind of like Tim Tim Burton esque. Like, uh, well, I think that's right out of a comic book. I think yeah. that that kind of, but it definitely was. Yeah, and then I got to see the crossover episode of of Green Hornet and Batman. You know, when mm. Green Hornet and Kato came to, and I'm going, I'm watching, I'm going, shitty, shitty plot. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I really liked watching, <laughs> you know, Green Green Hornet and Kato. Well, those are a good plot. Well, okay, you know what I mean? Like, okay, yes, granted, they're all like corny schemes. Yeah, you know, but this one seemed to be a little cornier than most because okay. it was basically about a a guy creating bootleg stamps. And the height of the end of the I end. can send all my bills for free. And then, and then the height of the first episode is Cato and and Green Hornet get thrown into this stamp machine, <laughs> and Batman and Robin get cut, knocked into. And I don't know why this is just blatantly against the wall. This giant glue trap against the wall. I guess because stamps need glue, kind oh, yeah. of thing. But it's like half a wall, and the two of them are stuck. And he's like. Oh, chum, you know, like your typical Batman-esque kind of stuff. And then the machine's going, like, you know, making all these things. And and, and at the very end, um, it's Colonel Gum is, is, the, is the bad guy because it stamps gum, blah, blah, blah. Right. He pulls out these big, like, life-size stamps of Green Hornet oh and Kato because yeah, right. apparently, you know, I've destroyed him kind of thing. And you're going, will this be the end of Green Hornet and Kato? What about Batman and Robin? You know, and then will they use the Cato and Green well, Hornet stamps to send a giant postcard? Well, and then, um, and then of course, you know, like tune in, same bad time, same bad channel, and, and I go into the next episode. And now, General, Gun- now I'm always fascinated with you have Batman and Robin glued to a wall. Yeah, no one decides to make them human pincushions, <laughs> or no one decides to use them as human target practice. What Gum decides to do is. To get them out of it, because they're going to go into the big stamp machine too. Mm. So he has to kind of unglue them from the thing. And um, as soon as they get unglued, they start throwing punches like anybody would do. <laughs> and of course, you know, they, the bad guy gets away because, you know, Rob, Batman obviously notices, you know, that, that, you know, I can save Green Hornet and Kato. You know, technically... From their perspective, they're bad guys because mm-hmm. the plot of Green Hornet mm-hmm. and Cato, right. Green Hornet is that they pretend they're bad guys to help yeah. break crime for right. those people who don't know. Um, so there, there's this moment, and Batman's like, well, I know like, all I need to do is just jimmy this thing and they can get free. And Robin's like, how do you know that? And apparently Batman goes to the obvious conclusion of, well, I noticed that these giant stamps that Green Hornet has his you know, sting gun you know, going in, but he doesn't have it on this thing. So obviously it's not an exact replica. So therefore they must still be alive in this machine. <laughs> so he jimmies it just enough. <laughs> they pop it up and, oop, nope, he didn't even. He, he jimmies it just enough for um, Green Hornet to do his, you know, his little sonic ray gun thing and blows out the side and they both pop up. And how did you know? Like, how did you know? Oh, the, the big giant stamp of you doesn't have your thing. So that's how I knew you would be alive. And of course, you know, I, I, when I'm watching these, all I could think of, poor Bruce Lee. He is the guy out of, like, because there's a huge fight scene, obviously, in the second half. Right. And I'm watching, you know, my eyes are glued on Bruce. Mm-hmm. Problem is, you know how good Bruce Lee it yeah. was. Yeah. So I don't think the stuntmen really knew, because there was only, like, 
it's not like you can get a stuntman to do Bruce Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when Bruce is throwing a kick, these guys are like a foot away from him. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, oh, you could... The wind is knocking them down. I'm like, Bruce is so good. That He's he... sending sonic booms yeah. from his feet to knock people out. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, you guys don't trust him enough to know that he can get an inch he away can from contr- Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Get a little closer. I have friends. Granted, my eyes be closed going, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Or maybe he, maybe he popped a couple guys. You don't know. And they're maybe. all like, fuck that. I'm back. No, I'm back. Yeah. I had um, one of my exes had a, I think he had a brown belt in karate and he was working on his black belt. And he would do kicks like towards my face. And like the first one I flinched a little bit, yeah. but he had enough control that I trusted he wasn't going to completely like punch me in the face with his feet. Exactly. So... Speaking of which, going back to the comic books real quick, I spent um, hours at Atomic City Comics. That was one of the things I did during my week off. Oh, yeah. Not really. Got some awesome stuff. Plug. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes and no. It's just, you know, but I left with a ridiculous number of comics. I got uh, Masters of the Universe 1, 2, and 3. Um, and I picked up the rest of, I think I mentioned the last time I had gone there, I picked up a comic book called Pop. Which is about um, uh, yeah, genetically yeah. engineered uh, pop stars. Okay. So I picked up the rest of those, and then uh, I, I put in, uh, sort of put in my order for the Gem and the Holograms comic when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I told them they have to order at least one for me, right? And just keep them on hand because I really want to read them. And then uh, let's see. So I mean, obviously, you know, I, I, everything worked out in the end for Batman and Green Hornet. Yeah. You know, and there's and this, Kato. and there's this one stupid moment though where Colonel Gum says that he thinks that Bruce Wayne is Green Hornet and uh, Britt Reed is Batman, and of course this you know tells the woman that he's holding hostage, Pinky um, Pinkerton. Hi. Pinky Pinkerton is her name. She dresses all in pink. That's an original. And her place is the you know pink cap stamp place. Like she owns the company, so she's. I mean, okay. First of all, anybody with half a brain would go, "Wait, Britt Reed's in town and Green Hornet's in town. <laughs> maybe there's, there's a, a connection. Little, there's a connection there. So of course, at the very end, or maybe the, they just took the same plane in. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. Know. You know, and they both have an Asian counter. You know, person with them. Come on. Why you got to bring race into it? I'm just, well, because Bruce Lee's Asian. He's like the only Asian guy on the on TV at the time. <laughs> He's you know? probably the only Asian in Wait, Gotham. Wait, sixty six. Yeah, the only Wait, Asian did... guy that gets a good boy. When did Star Trek come out? Um, sixty seven. Okay, never mind. Seven, sixty seven. You're right. I think. Yeah, I think it was after Batman. Oh, okay. Because I was going to, or, or maybe at the same time. Let me look it up. Because Batman started, I think, it was sixty six to. Let me find out. Because I'm, I'm just saying, right? would have been. Two Asians. Two Asians on TV, yeah, but as, Just as, two. Like, one Asian in Gotham. <laughs> and he was there for a weekend, apparently. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, all right, you know, I'm watching that. And then it followed it up with the Pop Goes the Joker. I'm going, hey. And then, uh, yeah. 66. Is that when it started? Yep. September 8th, 1966 and ended uh, June 3rd, 1969. How about Batman? Did it run? I Let know, me find out. I think it ran from 68 to 69 as well. Because they always say Batman 66 because that's when it started. Right. I thought it would be ended at 68, but I could be wrong. Well, I mean, that's the thing is they get three th- three seasons. Oh, there's three seasons. I thought there was two. No. There's... 66 to 68. Okay. So two years, but... I mean, you... But it would have been three seasons, 66, 67, and 68. Right. But they filmed... TV was different back... TV was different back then. <laughs> it was because, good. Because um, the first season of uh, Batman is, I think, three discs. Mm-hmm. 
But then season two is six discs. There's like almost 70 episodes in that season. Wow. And then season three winds up being, I think, like three or four discs. I think three discs plus that whole extra bonus disc. Okay. So it was like, did they start like in the middle of a season and then go all year round? Or because they did do it twice a week, you know, an episode twice a week. So that's right. You know, it'd be like, tune in, same bad time, same bad channel. You know, dun dun dun. Will our heroes get out of it alive? Yeah. <laughs> it's got the, like the yeah, end. I work. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I did go to the movies this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, why don't we use this opportunity, Ed, for you to give us the top five box offices of the week? Top five movies. Here we go, kids. It's number five. It was the number three movie last week. It's SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. Made seven million dollars over the weekend, wow. and so far one hundred and forty-eight point nine overall. Hey. Five weeks. Oh, so SpongeBob's still going strong. Yep. All right. What else you got? Number four was the number two movie of last weekend. It was Kingsman: The Secret Service. It made eight point three million over the weekend and ninety eight overall. I, I still want to see that. It was really I, good. Yeah. It was a good movie. Very, very, very. Uh, it took the fun approach to spy films. Nice. With good action. All right, what else? The number three movie was a new release. It was the second best Marigold, uh, sorry, the second best exotic Marigold Hotel, and it made eight point six million over the weekend, and that's what it's made. So okay, good for them. <laughs> number two was Focus. It was the number movie, la- number one movie last week, oh, and it made focus. ten million dollars over the weekend, and then thirty four point five in the two weeks it's been running. That was the movie I was going to see last weekend, but mm-hmm. uh, you know because of the snow and all, we opted to stay home and watch Whiplash instead. Which I'm going to say right now is probably the better two of the two choices. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) And the number one new movie was a new release. It made $13.3 million. It was Chappie. Do you have a budget for it? So far, yes. uh, $49 million. It'll make its money back. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I, 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 I I I want to see that. That's the one I saw this weekend. Out of curiosity, before I give my review on Chappie, where's 50 Shades of Grey on that list if it's not the top five? It's number six. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah. All right. Anyway. Just fail. So, Chappie, um, anybody who has seen District 9 or Elysium, it's by the same writer-director, Neil, um, I can never pronounce his name, you know, but uh, it's in the same vein. I mean, as far as, as, like, remember back when I first joked, I was like, oh, I like it better when it's called Short Circuit? Yeah. (laughs) Not at all. Nothing at all like Short Circuit. Not at all. I mean, when I walked out, I was like, you know what, that was not the movie I was expecting coming in. Because it definitely it had an ending I did not see coming. The plot line was was somewhat normal. Like I'm a robot. I get you know programmer. Can, you know I have an AI, mm-hmm. and then it's like okay, that's where the short circuit similarity comes in, or Wally, or any kind of computer with a heart of gold kind of thing comes mm-hmm. in there. Wasn't all like that at all. I mean, which I was kind of pleasantly surprised. Chappie was an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. Almost. uh, Believe it or not. Okay. Almost. Because what happens is the people that you see in the trailers, Mm -hmm. they're all villains. Okay. And that's the the weird part. The, the, I mean, nobody is like, oh, I'm going to say nobody's a likable character because eventually you do kind of feel somewhat of an emotional attachment to these people. Mm -hmm. But Hugh Jackman plays like the complete office dickhead. Like if you've ever had a guy work in an office and you have that guy who's just weaselly and who looks over your shoulder trying to figure out what you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. He is that guy. 
He seems like it from the commercials, too. He, like, I've watched the commercials, and I'm like, I kind of want to punch him in the face. Like, he seems he ha- like a dick. He has, and I'm going, this is fucking Wolverine. He's got a shitty-ass haircut. Mm-hmm. And he's he's supposed to be, like, a military guy, so he wears, like, khaki shorts the entire film. I hate him so and, much already. <laughs> and he's got, like, a sidearm. He's trying to be, like, a man's man, you know, and because he was an army guy, mm-hmm. but now he's a technician, and he creates the Moose Project, which is basically a homage to the bipedal robot from robocop okay because it looks exactly like that thing Mm. and then you have the indian guy who is creating the artificial intelligence the scout program which is what chappie is a model of what all the police force are using Mm. because they're they're smaller they're human they're bipedal you know they they act more human and they're also bulletproof too so Mm -hmm. like you know there's and they also like if they get into a gunfight you don't have to worry about them going down but they also work in in partnership with the police. So like when they do a raid, if, if there's a lot of gunshot, these guys will jump in the front and hold, be almost cover while they're firing a gun and the cops are fighting, shooting over the shoulders. Mm. And it takes place in Johannesburg, South Africa, which a lot of his, his um, films take place in because mm-hmm. that's where he's from. Yeah. Um, and again, there's like a big social commentary on like just the world itself mm-hmm. because, and then, what kind of happens is I'm not going to spoil much, but I'll give you the flow of the plot line for people who are thinking, oh, it's like fucking short circuit. What happens is there's a group of drug dealers who obviously report to the bigger drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And something happened during the course of you didn't see what happened, but he fucked up. Mm-hmm. So he owed the big drug dealer $20 million by the end of the week. So the girl with the, the blonde hair who talks real funny, mm-hmm. you know, she basically comes up with an idea to. You know, what if we kidnap somebody who made these robots and get, you know, like basically and hold them for ransom? And that way, you know, we can make our money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And of course, while all this is going on, the Indian guy comes up with an artificial intelligence program that he wants to get the okay to upload into a, to one of the scouts. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the movie, Scout number 22, which is Chappie, he gets permanently damaged to where his battery pack is fused to his you know chest mm. so there's no way you know so he's kind of he's out for he's going to be rejected mm. he's going to get smashed and recycled and stuff like that so he you know he comes up with this ai program he asks sigourney weaver if can i do it and she's like no you know the legalities in that and he's like well fuck you know and then the, one of the key things is that there's this little usb plug mm. that in order to prevent hacking and stuff they have to it's only this one plug and you get plugged into the server or to update so the scouts can't be hacked and this has to be plugged into the cerebral cortex to upload any information mm-hmm. and there's only one mm-hmm. so he comes up he's like well fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna do it myself and he basically takes chappy well again scout number 22 throws him on a truck takes a little nubbin piece and he's gonna upload the his ai program it's called the Genesis program, which I was like, <laughs> um, into, you know, the scout. But then the bad guys, well, the drug dealers actually wind up kidnapping him because they looked up online that this guy is the guy who created him. So let's get him. So it just kind of conveniently, he has a robot with him. So mm. he kind of says, well, look, let me, let me, let me do this. If you want a working robot here, you know, and they plug him in and they start up and Chappie's like a little kid, you know, cowering. And, and then it kind of becomes, the the drug dealers want to use him to do heists to get the twenty million dollars to pay off the the bad the big bad guy. Mm-hmm. While you have 
the Indian guy now basically saying, well, okay, you let me go. I'll be back because this is my program. It's my creation. But yet the girls, you know, Chappie's calling the girl mom and calling the, the, the dude gangster daddy, you know. And you're like, all right. And the daddy obviously is just basically using him. It becomes this whole, like, nature versus nurture kind of subplot because he's kind of the one gangster guy is like, no, I'm going to teach you how to shoot a gun. I'm going to teach you how to be all gangster hardcore number one. So he starts getting, they start training, you know, like basically he's learning to be a bad guy. Mm -hmm. But before, you know, but the Indian guy who's looking down on these people go, no, you got to make a promise to me, you're a creator, that you're not going to do any violence, no guns, no, no, none of this. So he's like, okay, well, I can't, you know, when the time comes, Chappie's like, I, I, I can't do any of that. And the other gangster's like, well, why not? He's like, well, because I made a promise. And he's like, okay, well, no guns, but, you know, here's a knife. This is a special knife it puts him to sleep. So he kind of teaches the guy teaches Chappie how to become a knife thrower, basically. Wow. <laughs> and he, you know, and, he, and he's basically, you know, like I said, like, it's like when you take a child to somewhere and you and you say, you know, you, you con them into doing what you want them to do yeah. with the promises of, so like you're watching these guys go, you feel protective of Chappie because he is so childlike. He mm. doesn't have, he's not like, I am Chappie, I am alive. I, you know, he, he doesn't know anything right. he really is like almost like a two-year-old in a yeah. way and on top of that he has got five days to live because the battery is on low power and it's fused to his chest so you're looking at what's going to possibly be a heartbreaker of an ending oh. right because they're setting you up you're going fuck he's got five days and he's gonna he's self-aware right and you're like oh this is gonna end horrible like i'm already i'm getting all teary-eyed just thinking about it and that shit didn't happen in the movie <laughs> it didn't happen it ended with this whole like Holy crap! You gotta be fucking kidding me. That's why it ended, and it was it was like a complete one eighty from where I thought it was gonna end. Mm. You know, because I've seen enough movies go. Oh yeah, he's gonna die, sacrifice yeah. himself, blah blah blah. You know, and obviously you can tell by the tone of my voice, none of that happened. Right. But what did happen made me go, oh shit, that's fucking cool. You know, and of course, you know, we were going, well, about Hugh Jackman's character. Well, Hugh Jackman is the office dick, so he follows the the Indian guy out of the office to where he's teaching Chappie when you see the scene where Chappie's painting, mm. you know, cause the Indian guy wants to, you know, his creator wants him to learn how to be self-expression self, you know, like self-reliant, mm. you know, more so like don't fall in, like don't fall in with this bad crowd. You find your full potential within yourself kind of thing. So Hugh Jackman seeing this and Hugh Jackman's like very, um, anti, obviously anti-robot in a way, but mm. he's also, he realizes that what this guy did was just create an artificial intelligence, which goes against God. Mm. So he's a, not a, you don't see that he's really religious, but he goes, oh, my God, you see him crossing himself in a, a couple times in the movie going, oh, my God, he thinks that this is a sin against nature itself mm. to do this. So he tries, you know, with he tries to, you know, Sigourney Weaver's being the boss. He's like, well, I think you should allow me to do the moose program. And she's like, no, you don't understand. That thing's big. It's ugly. Like there's even a scene where they're, pitching it to the cops and the cops don't give a shit they're mm -hmm. just there for the free food that's in front of them because mm -hmm. they're like well, why do we want this is air surface to air missiles on this thing what are you fucking crazy when we got the scouts they're they're cheap they're affordable we just signed a deal with you fuck no so there's an, like that and that office corp that corporate animosity between mm. hugh jackman and not once does he throw a punch or he kicks ass he's basically a weaselly kind of character wow and you're sitting there going like, it, and I gotta give credit where credit's due because like 
all the movies he's been doing for yeah. the most part recently, he's this, been that sort of badass Wolverine kind of. This is one of those movies where he's a, a fucking dick, and I'm going. Yeah. At the end of the movie, I wanted to beat the shit out of him, <laughs> and I'm just like, what a fucking tool! Because instead of because he's supposed to be this big macho like army guy, but when push comes to shove, the moose the moose program is basically ran by putting a helmet on your head and using brainwave technology to control it. So you don't even have to be in the thick of battle. Mm. So when, you know, something happens, and of course people realize that Chappie is kind of a sentient being almost because he does a heist with the, the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Right away it's like, oh my God, all points bulletin. You got to, I don't care, activate the moose program. I want you to get that thing and kill it. Kind of, you know, this is bad for everybody. Bad for business. Kind of RoboCop-esque in a mm-hmm. way. So he straps on the helmet and he's flying around. And he's killing everybody. And I'm just going, and at this point it's Chappie trying to protect the, the Indian guy, the people he considers his parents, and, you know, and while while all this is going on, the big drug dealer is looking for, not only does he want his money, but now he wants Chappie. So there's this big like trifecta of showdowns going on mm. with Hugh Jackman sitting in her office going, like, really, like, mm. the, the, the level of, I got to say the writing was great because how he looked down on all these people, like, that they were scumbags and that they were useless and... You, you start seeing a, the whole, his whole character kind of yeah. come out in, mm. in like a span of like five or ten minutes. And I'm just like, what a fucking douchebag. Like, oh, God, I hope he dies horribly. Like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> and, you know, and then there's just there's these moments where you're like, like, and at the end, I walked out and I was like, Dad and I were just like, wow. Like, we love District 9. We, we I love District 9. Elysium is also a good movie. Mm-hmm. He also got the okay to, you know, Recently on the internet, you might have posted a couple of um, articles. He's doing another. He's doing an alien movie. The writer director mm-hmm. that had Sigourney Weaver and Michael Bean signed up for. Yeah. yeah. Then he says he's going to do District Ten, which <laughs> you know, if you, have you seen District Nine yet? No. A great movie. Great movie. <laughs> but everyone has like every one of those movies have like some sort of social socio economical kind of like undertone to it yeah where like if you pay attention you go oh i see some of them saying. aren't even undertones well, like no. elysium well yeah is re- like, i left elysium because i i saw that in the theaters i loved it but i can never watch it again because it fucking depressed me and it i left the theater <clears throat> terrified that that is where we're going to well, end up you guys see district nine because district nine actually rubs it in your face more because it's about you know, i don't know if i could watch it because then. it is it is very like um I, Alien race, humanity, and how humanity treats that alien race. It is such a direct correlation to what goes on in South Africa that you might as well just go, this is about race relations. And then there's a moment in the movie where, again, I mean, I get sucked into plots and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. There's a a moment in District 9 where I'm like, yeah, and then something happens, and I'm like, no! (laughs) I was screaming at my TV when I saw it. I was like, fuck! Now, it was so good. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, fuck it. I, like, I want to see Elysium. And when you watch Elysium and watch District 9, they could happen in the same universe because he's got a very specific style and, mm-hmm. and look to his films. And Chappie was no different, had the same. It looked, looked like that, all... That sort of gritty... Like... Yeah, like all three movies could be contained in the same universe, yeah. like with maybe just years apart where... Like, you know, District 9... Started out as Chappie and then yeah, started... District 9 and then well, no, no, I would Chappie say probably or... more like... Um, Definitely, I my thing. If you had to put a timeline, 
Mm-hmm. I know it's not. I would do Chappie first, mm-hmm. Elysium second, and District Nine third. Oh, okay. Because District Nine, the other two movies obviously don't have aliens in it. This mm-hmm. has an alien oh, race okay. in the movie. So yeah, that you, makes sense. You can kind of feel like the progression well, of technology. Yeah, of time, but it all yeah. looks the same. And even even the robots or technology itself still looks very similar. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, well, this could happen in a span of like 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Like, you know, but it's really, really, really good. So I highly recommend Chappie. And the critics kind of panned it. But I mean, I, like, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I kind of knew going in, I like the director, so I'm probably going to enjoy the movie. Mm. But walking out, going, "Wow, that was nothing." When I was going in, I was like, "I'm expecting." I am Chappie. I am alive. Johnny Five. <laughs> yeah, you know, like a little bit of that. With like, you know, or like, there was very little like humor esque moments where you figure, okay, well, here's this little robot who's trying to learn about humanity, and you figure there's going to be like wacky moments where he doesn't know shit. Mm. There was a handful of those, but mostly it was watching, like almost, like I said earlier, seeing the the drug dealers manipulate him and, and kind of try to show him this is how the real world works or this is how if you want to survive. Like there's a moment where they're going, um, they have to get these explosives. Not much of a spoiler. There is a, the place has a bunch of guard dogs. One of the dogs is dead, mm-hmm. you know, just out of, I think, out of old age. And there's another dog barking and eating like meat or something. Mm-hmm. And the, the drug dealer is looking at Chappie and goes, what do you want to be? You have so much time. If you help me with this heist, we can get money. We can get you a new body. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do you want to be like him, pointing to the dead dog? Or do you want to be like him? Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, like, it's manipulative. And yeah. obviously, Chappie being, well, I want to live. I want to be, yeah. I'm, I'm me. So obviously, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you now with this heist, mm-hmm. and you're just going, son of a bitch! Like you figure out that you know, like there's gonna be those moments where you're just like, me chappy, me save everybody. See, and I'd you be know. the one sitting there going, somebody's doing some of the dogs. Yeah. What the dogs? You know, it was, but it was. I was like, walked out on. Yeah, I, now I can't wait to see what he's gonna do with Alien. Like, yeah, you know. All right. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my pick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, I did see Big Hero Seven. Big Hero Six. Six. That's a sequel. That was good. <laughs> I gotta admit, I you know I know you didn't see it, but I got a little crush on Gogo. Yeah, she was kind of sexy. She's adorable. Yeah, I um. What can I say? Mm. I gotta think for you know the Asian girls with freaky hair, they like to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because when I was watching it, the the tall um the tall blonde one. Something. Uh, yeah, something. Yeah, she's yeah. played by Genesis Rodriguez. I totally like the whole time. I'm sitting there going, "Is this Taylor Swift?" Like uh, yeah. I'm having these moments going, "It looks like Taylor Swift," and a lot of times they make the the characters look at least a little bit like the person. Yeah, you know who's, and I'm like, she really looks like Taylor Swift, and I'm googling it while I'm watching <laughs> the movie, and I'm like, that can't be right. <laughs> Yeah, it took me the entire movie to not be convinced that that wasn't Taylor Swift doing that voice because I think she has done. I don't think she's done voiceover work. I thought she had. The person who's doing the voice is Genesis Rodriguez. You saw her in Tusk. She was the girlfriend of uh, Oh yes, yes, yes. Now she's been in a couple other things too. But yeah, that's where I last saw her. I like as soon as you hear name Genesis Rodriguez, I'm going that name jumps out off. Yeah, yeah. You're like that's a name you can't forget. It's not like hey, I'm Joe Smith. Like, you know. <laughs> Taylor Swift did do voiceover work. She was in the Lorax. Okay, movie no one saw. I <laughs> I saw it. Okay. I, I did like the Lorax. Uh-huh. All right. But uh-huh. it's, it's again, it's one of those movies that it has this like very deep uh message to it. 
and you well, know it's kids, Lorax. kids yeah, are gonna it's, it's you know Seuss. but it's it's like i guess maybe because i'm also a grown-up and i'm watching it and i'm like it's killing me <laughs> like it's so beautiful but it's killing me so it's it's a movie i can only watch like it's it's not like guardians of the galaxy where i can watch it over and over right. and over and over and over again like i watched guardians probably four times while joe was here but it was also the first time he saw it. Right. He had not seen it. So that was part of the reason I bought that on Blu-ray was specifically for him to watch. Poor guy. Like, he needs to get out more. Like, he does. Oh, I saw, I saw this real annoying uh, article since we're talking about movies that American Sniper is now technically the biggest grossing box office of 2014. Really? As of today. I'm just going, it's kind of 2015 at this moment. Yeah. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. I still consider because it outgrossed Guardians of the Galaxy and I forget the other one, like another superhero movie. Oh, uh, Hunger Games. Mm. Oh, okay. And I'm just going, yeah, but Guardians of the Galaxy was out of theaters well before, you know, like December, the, the DVD came out. Mm. Like, yeah. I kind of, like, if your movie's still in theaters at 2015. Then, yeah, of course it's going to. You know, yeah, plus it also got an Oscar, you know, like a couple of It Oscar got an nods. Oscar nod and then the trial, too. Yeah. So I'm you know, sitting there going, so... nah. I, I, to me, if, in order for it to be the biggest grossest movie in 2014, it's got to be in 2014. It can't you cut be like, it off at 1231. Yeah. 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 I'm like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to stop trying to milk it for more shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's say we take a break, come back and we'll get to life, universe and everything. America. Sounds We're, awesome. All right. So we'll sit back, uh, take a smoke break, grab a drink and uh, enjoy this. The, enjoy the light. Enjoy the sunset. Actually walk outside and not freeze our tits off. Yeah, so uh, we'll see you. We'll be right back. He's talking to you specifically. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I think, I, think, I think that was directed at me. You've been packing on the pounds there, bitch. <laughs> Just trying to catch up to you. Uh-huh. Ah! Oh, yeah, well, this, this is called hibernation. <laughs> so proud That's of you, why. That's why I'm still warm. <laughs> hey, we'll be right back, folks. And we are back. We are geeksters. I am Chappie. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, so that was uh, part one. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Not really much to add, really. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it is what it is. I mean, obviously, you know, um, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you tell your friends about it. Yeah. We hope you spread the word. Um, go to Facebook, our Facebook page, Geeksters. Uh, Geeksters Radio, actually, yeah, and like us, even though it says Geeksters. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Geeksters, or you can follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. Just listen to us live every Sunday night from uh, well, 6 to 9.30 on HawkwindNetRadio.com. Tune in iHeartRadio or iTunes Radio. Just search HawkwindNet Radio on his apps. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah. You know, but in the meantime, if you want to contact Ed about anything you've heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's S-H-A-W-N. Just in case you're spelling it the wrong way. Hey, you'll find out why he said that when you listen to part three. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to contact Erica, you can contact her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And sit back, relax while you're downloading part two. And we'll see you then. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.